Assalamu alaikum. This is the first time I'm going to take this journey with you. And it's a wonderful journey. And it's my reflections on Hajj. I just came back from the pilgrimage. And it was such an amazing experience, an eye-opening experience. Um, you raise your consciousness in so many different ways. The connection with God is amazing. The connection with the universe, the connection with fellow human beings is amazing. So it's it's been a wonderful journey, and I would like to share that with you. So I'm going to start with reflections on Tawaf. Tawaf is going around the Kaaba seven times. That's how we start by um, first as we arrive in Mecca. So I'm going to share my screen with you, and I'm going to just to show you what it looks like. So Okay, let's do this. So this is my reflections on Hajj. And here is where I'm going to not just explain certain feelings and certain observations and certain reflections and so on that I would like to share with you. So of course, as you know, that we go around the Kaaba seven times. It is pure alignment with the universe, we know that the earth rotates around the sun counterclockwise. Um, we know that the sun rotates around itself counterclockwise. The solar system rotates counterclockwise. It's just in total alignment with everything outside this earth, outside this um, immediate knowledge about earth and uh, our daily life. So it's just beyond that. So that is complete alignment with that. The Tawaf itself is an action that gets you to reflect and to think about life, about the ones in your life, about the events that happened in your life, and about almost everything you have gone through. It's like the flowing in a structured way. You can see here in the video. And you're going through life, you know, and I'm going to give just an image about the water flowing in a creek. It's just so beautiful and so amazing that it keeps on flowing and flowing and flowing. You know that you're going to stop after seven times. And I, I keep on repeating the video because this is how it it just keeps on going and going and going. The only thing that you know that it will end, you know, like is at the seventh, after the seventh round, you're making your supplications. You're asking to be forgiven uh, for the things that you've done, maybe caused some harm for other people, maybe affected others without knowing maybe um, just, you know, like doing things that you did not intend to. At the same time, you're asking uh, for blessings. You're being very grateful for everything that you've been blessed with so far. And you want to be the best version of yourself. Uh, you are looking forward to the future when you are making supplications, how you want to or how you wish and how you hope for. Uh, maybe higher consciousness, also deeper connection with God. If you're hoping, for example, for a new position or a new job, uh, 
then how are you going to see that job as a mission? How can you see that job as something that um, is helping you in the in your life and in the hereafter? Uh, anything of that sort. So making the supplications for the future is setting the intention to become a better person. You want to do good. You want to help the poor. You want to be a better parent. You want to be a better child. Uh, you want to be God conscious in everything, in every way. You want to be forgiven for those things, you know, or or to forgive those who wronged you. You see, that's that's another element here to forgive and let go of those who wronged you. You want to see God's mercy, his generosity, his bounty, his uh, acceptance of everything that you're doing, his love. Tawaf is a beautiful picture of, you can see here how cultures are, just, you know, like, of course, you cannot see the different people, the different faces and so on, but it's how cultures melt together in one unit of humanity. As you flow with others through this dynamic picture, you feel you are an essential part of this global representation. No one knows who you are. No one knows who's rich, who's poor. No one knows who is a sinner. No one knows who is, who's a saint, <laughs> who knows? But anyway, no, no, no one knows who you are and, and what you do in life. So, no one knows how you went there. No one knows what you're asking for. But the beautiful thing that ties all this mental, this, this melting pot together is that all of those cultures come together, ridding themselves of, of many of the things that does not help them in this life, uh, applying Islamic rules, applying Islamic teachings, and Islamic code of ethics, Islamic um, characteristics, moral values, which is really, really beautiful. So it's one humanity, one unit. And as you see the flow, it's as if just one complete um, system going together in one direction. So one of the things that got me thinking, why can't we apply the same behaviors when we return home? What makes it difficult to follow the same moral values and the same conducts that we perform in the haram? The haram is the, the place, this holy place of the Kaaba. Why can't we do the same thing? Why can't we conduct ourselves the same way? Imagine the world acting upon those behaviors and everyone is being so thoughtful, so fair, so kind. Um, I've seen so many acts of kindness, so many thoughtfulness, selflessness, uh, so many different conducts that I wish that was the everyday life in our everyday life. So tawaf is, is an inner motive to seek a peaceful life, to seek a better life, to, to seek a better, better life in, in an inner way that you are content that you are happy, that you are connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're performing the physical tawaf and performing this physical tawaf, it elevates your spiritual consciousness. So elevating the spiritual, spiritual consciousness by of course being connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, 
it brings a perspective as well of, you know, the true essence of Islam, what it is. It's the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that connects all humans together, flowing in one direction, praising God, talking with him, feeling his presence. His presence is amazing when you're performing Hajj or when you're in that holy place. You feel the confidence, you feel the strength, you feel the, the confidence also that he's always going to be there for you. He's always there for you. Um, and when you make those supplication with sincerity and with true, 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 you know, like just real uh, confidence that he will uh, accept your supplications and grant you what you wish for, things starts to happen in such a mysterious way. So this feeling by itself, you know, it generates those peaceful thoughts and it produces that inner peace and that inner content. I wish that everyone would have a chance to visit and to perform Hajj because it's one of the requirements in Islam. As Muslims, we want to make sure that we are fulfilling those requirements and at the same time reaching that inner peace and inner content. And this beautiful melting pot in one humanity is amazing. So thank you so much for partnering with me in this observation and feeling at least some excitement and some, uh, or coming up with some insights about the tawaf and how Hajj produces human beings that are at a different level of God consciousness a different level of consciousness in general. And when we talk about raising our consciousness, this is how we raise our consciousness by being connected to God and being connected to everyone around us in a healthy and spiritual way. Thank you so much. And next time we're going to talk about Sai, my observations in Sai.